Welcome to the preview podcast for the Back Eddie Funky Podcast, everyone. This week we're talking about Bethesda Game Studios Fallout 4, an amazing game we've been playing <laughs> every inch that we can get. Bathroom breaks, at work, on lunch breaks, when we get home, before we wake up, and before we eat a breakfast. When we're sleeping. <laughs> when we're trying to survive this mostly not radioactive wasteland we currently live in <laughs> yeah <laughs> on the preview podcast today we're just going to talk about uh some some video games that we like playing uh on the main podcast we'll talk about fallout 4 we don't want to accidentally slip into anything and ruin it mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of things have come out um we are huge gamers here at Bad Cody Funky, if you haven't noticed, uh, by coming on twitch.tv slash Bad Cody Funky and watching us play every weeknight at 8pm, and then the podcast at 9.30 on Thursdays. Yeah. Uh, so so what's, what's, what's recently happened is basically a Comic-Con for only PlayStation, and I, I, don't, I don't, it's called PlayStation Experience, and I don't, I don't think Xbox does this, do they? I no, can't, I, I, can't, I, I can't think of a thing that they do unless, like, you want to count, like, fucking major nelson larry herbs little blog bullshit things yeah exactly that's yeah, the closest like, that huh. microsoft has to what sony has done i think do, do you think do you think microsoft would ever do something like that i mean it's it's very it's very eventful i mean pe- people wait for it people like line up for it uh there are people who are waiting in line for a couple days just to uh you know get into the convention hall um over in california and to to, to meet some of the developers because you know they make themselves readily able to be uh you know talking to the people and everything and you know show big reveals it wasn't really any anything too too like like mind-blowing but you know there was a couple of really really cool things so i wonder if uh if microsoft will ever do that for xbox i mean um i don't know well what's been interesting about this whole generation of consoles too is Microsoft and Sony have kind of like swapped places in terms of being like the people's champions of consoles. Oh my god, they have, haven't they? Yeah, like I remember like so everyone had a PS2, everyone loved a PS2. Remember right? the days when Microsoft could do no wrong except for that giant ass controller? Good times. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean like even even with the their first Xbox, the PlayStation 2 was still the more popular of the consoles at least amongst micro friends. Like everyone had a PS2, everyone had the Final Fantasies and like you know, all the JRPGs and and all that kind of stuff. But like, what happened with the second generation is kind of people swapped to Xbox 360. It was more affordable. It had comparable, if not like the same graphics. Uh, even with the Red Ring of Death whole fiasco, it still ended up being more popular just from its price point. And Sony ended up kind of shooting themselves in the foot because they had a way more expensive device. And yeah, I mean, it chose Blu-ray, so it ended up being you know really the future of what gaming was going to be it wasn't perceived that way just because how greedy it seemed sony was being so this time around sony just started poking fun at microsoft about like you know how they're being dicks now with the whole original can't borrow your friends game you have to sign on every 24 hours online oh my god that's exactly what did it for me for Xbox. I mean, yeah, like we we all had Xboxes. I mean, yeah. we, we had PlayStation as well, but I think everybody was mainly on Xbox 360, and yeah. that fabled E3 turned the tide for a lot of people. And uh, everybody that, that I've talked to that used to be on Xbox, they said that was a turning tide for them too. Uh, and you know, they're, they're like, "Oh, you have, you have a PlayStation? Like, what do you? Uh, what's your gamer tag? Oh, yeah, yeah." And then uh, even in at New York Comic Con, we met a couple of people who were like, "Oh, are you guys gonna play? You know, Battlefront coming out? Uh, you know, the beta and everything? Like, yeah, what's your thing?" and 
you know, we're talking to a couple Deadpools and like, you know, we used to be on Xbox, but you know, did you guys see that, uh, you know, that presentation at E3? We're like, of course we did. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, yeah, that was, that was a turning point for us. So it's interesting when you meet other people in the wild who are like, yeah, I mean, that really changed the game because you couldn't do this. You couldn't do that. And if you wanted to, you had to do this and that. And it, it was just like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, what do you? When wild nerds roamed free, yeah. Like, what is this even? (laughs) But I mean, like, so like, my whole point with that whole thing was like, I think that this whole you know PlayStation Con essentially is, or the PlayStation Expo, whatever you want to call it, is like a result of them being popular amongst everything. You know what I mean? Like, they're popular, so they're doing their own con. Where Xbox is still trying to like trying to kind of redeem themselves because like you know halo came out and it, it was good but it wasn't anything to like write home it wasn't a system seller you know yeah it, it wasn't i mean people def- definitely bought um the, the the exclusive like like halo version for xbox one but i don't remember reading anything about it breaking any huge like gaming sales or, or you know shattering whatever across the world because i think a lot of people are like an uninvested in halo anymore and I've played it and it's it's okay. It's not. I'm like, eh. I I, I used to love Halo back in the day, so you'd be a huge fanatic. But I, I played it. and I'm like, eh. This isn't. It's anything yeah. crazy. It, it feels like like Destiny Light. Yeah, and it looked like Destiny Light too. Yeah, it it, it looks unfinished. Yeah, it was all alias. Remember when we played it at PAX East last year and we're like, wow, it's really alias, but it's beta. Like you know, whatever. I guess yeah, fix it whatever. And, and they never did. <laughs> And then it's never. They oh, this didn't. is the aesthetic. Oh, okay. Yeah, the aesthetic. Is <laughs> jaggy edges on a straight line. Oh god, I I can't stand it. You know, like especially with uh-huh. us, like like you know being like you know designers going to design school. It's just like oh god, it it it, it bothers you so much because you see that detail and you're like oh, yeah. oh god. Yeah. You know. I mean, I ended up I ended up getting up picking up the game because it was like you know Nathan, Nathan Fillion's in it. Uh, Power Man, the guy who plays Power Man, is oh. in that as well. He plays Locke, so it's like cool you know like luke cage some you know mal from firefly like let's let's do this and then i (laughs) didn't even beat it it's just sitting in there Mm. still collecting dust um but what's interesting about this whole playstation con is epic has a new game coming up what is it paragon yeah, it's, it's it's called Paragon, and uh, for for the unfamiliar, um, Epic Epic Games are the guys who brought you Unreal as an Unreal tournament, Unreal Engine, uh, also Gears of War, and uh, yeah, they they they, th- they took the stage um, on a PlayStation Experience uh, uh, 2015, and nobody expected them to be like, oh, our new thing is a MOBA, and I, when I heard that, I was like, wait, hang on, you guys are doing a MOBA, ah uh, man, those things are like to to me, they're they're not very interesting. I mean, they're some of the yeah. biggest games in the world right now. Uh, I mean, me, like, I'm, I'm I'm a StarCraft player, so I'm just like, this isn't StarCraft, this is, like, a new genre for the new age. You know, I think it's for, like, a younger audience or something, I don't know, because a lot of people love League of Legends, they love Dota, you know, they, they, they like Smite. And the, 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 Back in my day, we didn't have just one unit to rush you with, we had a whole bunch, and they were called <laughs> Zerg, and they were goddamn great. <laughs> yeah, and like you know, I've tried to play LOL, and I understand the concept and everything. And when I play it, I just I just don't don't have fun playing it. Is is the yeah. thing? I don't know. It's something about like you control a hero, and then you have all these lanes of characters, and there's more it, it, that goes into it than that. I mean, the the grand final for for LOL was in Madison Square Garden, so you know there's yeah. something to it. But any case, uh, Epic Games, um, they it, I love the way they were talking about it too. Um, the the 
well, one of the one of the developers was uh, was was talking about how you know oh we want to play, make make a game that we want to play you know like the the MOBA genre is bogged down by things that bore people and I was like yeah 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 <laughs> his name is uh, Dave Superville which is a crazy mm. last name yeah. I wonder if he yeah I wonder if there's like an industry change or that's his actual not, name not your but usualville <laughs> yeah not usualville but a yeah. Superville a Superville. Not really like a smallville, but a super one. Are you, are you a man? Are you Ville or Superville? A Superville. Yeah. Oh, yes, the Superville. Oh, yes. <laughs> you thought the Ville was your ally. <laughs> God, I hope he hears <laughs> this one day. <laughs> That'll be great. But, uh, yeah, yeah, him, him being on stage and talking about how, you know, like, uh, they want to make a game they want to play. And they kind of like MOBAs, but it's like, what if they made, like, like, a, like an action one? You know, where, like, the, the field of view is really put down into, like, a third-person shooter kind of thing. You do have, like, the lanes of minions still going, but, oh, my God, the game looks amazing. It looks real. The, the character textures look very high-quality, very refined. Mm. Uh, in my opinion, I'm, I think I'm going to have a lot, lot of fun playing this thing. Like, it looks... I, I, I love the field of view. It looks like a third-person shooter in, in, like, this cinematic world. It reminds me of... Um, what's it called? Uh, Journey to the West uh, that was played on the... Uh, on the oh, PC. that, yeah. that, oh, that yeah. thing... That it's game late. was cool. It had a yeah, bajillion yeah. collectibles in it, though, man. Holy in, shit. That game is amazing. Yeah. Enslaved, Journey to the West. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of that kind of like maybe maybe uh, like, a, like, a, like a God of War landscape kind of mm. thing. The characters are a bit more... Uh, Overwatchy, like a real Overwatchy, not like Pixar aesthetic, but more kind of maybe Gears of Warish, but yeah. except less fat. Um, yeah, so you guys can ch- ch- check that out on, on backcountryfunky.com. We also have a, uh, a developer video where, where Steve Superville is talking to PlayStation about it. And, like, you can feel the passion. He's just like, yeah, you know, we want to like, everyone wants to play. And, you know, like, moments are cool, but, like, you don't feel like you're in the action. And I'm like, yeah, you know, when I play League of Legends, I'm just like, eh, this is all right. I mean, it's cool and everything, and I get it, but I don't feel like like I'm in the shit. You know, like, when, when we're playing Star Wars Battlefront, you're like, in the shit, you're yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, have you guys seen it? What, what do you think? Um, I'm a little, I'm gonna keep my guard up, uh, mainly because uh, Cliff Lazinski, aka Cliffy B, is no longer with Epic, and this is really, I think, their their first journey into gaming without him with the company. Mm-hmm. So I'm very curious to see what happens, and it's very interesting that they went for a. They are trying to redefine the MOBA genre, which is very popular now. It feels safe, but then, like, dangerous at the same time. It is very dangerous. You know, but it's also, like, you know, they could have done not a MOBA. They could have done anything else. But they could have, like, stuck with their first-person shooter or third-person shooter. But, you know, they're sticking with, like, a a thing that they know is going to sell. But, like, they're trying to redefine it, which is also dangerous. So it's kind of like, I'm going to keep my guard up. I'm going to wait for more. Like, it looks gorgeous, graphically speaking. Um, but I'm not sold a hundred percent just yet, personally. Mm. And I love Gears of War, so I'm, I'm having a hard time letting go of that. <laughs> yeah, and that's great, and that's that's uh, and that's the good thing about this industry is that you you've like me personally, like I'm I'm pretty much sold on it. Greg's not sold on it yet. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll get to the rest of the cast to, to to review it and see 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 what they think. Um, I think I think it looks like a fresh new. Uh, you know, like journey into the, the the genre. I mean, Smart has its old like third person view and everything, but it doesn't look like this. And I think maybe the graphics are what also are you know like p- p- pulling me in, especially like I don't know the field of view from the third person. It looks like a third person shooter, and then you have the whole mobile thing when you have lanes going on, and you know you have to advance and everything. So. You know, hopefully, uh, you know, more of that comes out. For right now, they have uh, alpha gameplay up, and we have that um, gameplay on back at But major thing 
Oh man, major thing we got to see from PlayStation's own uh, expo, their their version of their own Comic Con. <laughs> Let's throw ourselves at Comic Con, and pe- people do cosplays there, which is awesome. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake gameplay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they made it all action oriented, like uh, well, like, 15, like Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I was I was I was super concerned about with the whole turn based combat because like turn based combat is fine when like like me personally I like turn based combat when I'm playing like a handheld game you know like uh, I used to love playing uh, or when you were adv- playing the original or when I'm playing the original yeah I mean yeah. I love playing uh, Advance Wars is still like one of my favorite like turn based games Advance Wars uh, Chrono Trigger one of my favorites uh, the, the the newer for Final Fantasies I had turn based in them I think what was it fourteen or whatever mm. with one with uh, lightning. That, that, that was okay. I mean, the graphics were beautiful, and it was it was really linear. I, I wished it wasn't turn-based, because it seemed like uh, everything was amounting to it not being turn-based. So I really like that this is not turn-based. And I think some that, people, was, that was 13, Final Fantasy 13. 13? With Lightning? With yeah, Lightning, yeah, yeah. I want to say. Yeah. Because I think 14 was the MMO. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yes. Stand corrected. Yeah. Yeah. There are some people who, who were kind of butthurt that it's like, like, wait a minute, is that Kingdom Hearts battle? Like, why isn't it turn-based? But, I'm, you know, at the same time, my opinion is that... It's it's 2015. We're we're in the new yeah. mode of gaming. I mean, I, I think turn based is good for a certain audience, and I do want to play through Final Fantasy VII remake. You know, with the new updated current graphics to our standards and everything, and I want it to be free free flowing. So I was so glad that it wasn't just turn based because I, I felt like with turn based you just sit there and cast, kind of like yeah. WoW. So I don't yeah. play WoW anymore. You you sit, cast, make sandwich, and then the game plays. Well, what they're doing is pretty ingenious too, if you think about it. So in the past, what two years we've had a remake? You know, last year we had a remake of Final Fantasy VII officially announced, but they've been re-releasing Final Fantasy VII on different platforms. So by changing the the battle style, the fighting style on the remake, the official remake, to be it have it be different than what the original fi- uh, original Final Fantasy was. They're not cutting, they're not like being their own worst enemy and having people being like, oh, I'm not going to get the port to PS4, the port on iOS, the, the port on PC, because I'm just going to replay it when the remake comes out. It's going to be a completely different style of gameplay. So if you want your more traditional Final Fantasy, you can buy the port on PS4 with a turn base. Or if you want to play, you know, more Kingdom Hearts style or Legend of Zelda style uh, gameplay, you can wait for the remake. Or you can play both of them, and one won't necessarily ruin the style of the other, which I think is ingenious. Absolutely. Yeah. So, because I mean, that, that was it's my a, it's thing. A be, it's a best of both worlds kind of thing. It's like yeah. a you can't lose sort of deal. Oh, they, they still will in some people's eyes, because you just can't please some people. But um, like I, for me personally, like I didn't buy Final Fantasy VII on iOS because I was like, oh, well, the remake's coming out, and then with this whole like you know, kind of mentality of like this is a completely different way to play the game. Now it's like you know that fifteen, sixteen dollar price tag is looking not so bad in terms of just getting my Final Fantasy fix on. Yeah. So well played, Square Enix. Well played. <laughs> well played, Square well Enix. Played. Um. What else? What else was that? Was that it? Or I have. Like I know. Uh. Well, there's a couple other things too. Like, oh man, this, this one of these games. Um. Looks looks really good. Uh. Studio Ghibli, and uh, I think it's like Level Five is the developer studio. It's coming out with uh, Nino Kuni Two. And Casey, you, you've played the um 
the 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 original, right? The original Nino Cooney that was on PS3. I did. I played I played through a, a fair chunk of it with a buddy of mine in college uh, because he uh, he uh, he wasn't skeptical about it, but he was the first one who informed me. He's like, "Yeah, so Studio Ghibli is like pretty amazing, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "You know, we've seen all the movies, whatever. Like, it's it's good stuff, right?" I'm like, yeah. He goes, "Well, they made a video game." <laughs> I'm like, "Excuse me." Because yeah, they they made a uh, they made a game, uh, and it's looks pretty rad. It's got all these uh, like monster hunter, like you raise a monster kind of elements, and you level them up. And there's there's like sweet battle sequences, and the music is really good. And I'm like, you should buy it. <laughs> and he did. And uh, yeah. Um, it, I I watched him play through a whole bunch of it, and there's there's like a bunch of like like a lot of funny like in in studio references, like there's like a there's a tank that oh god what's the, I wish I remember the name of it but it's a, it's a total play on Porco Rosso, um it's like a like a pig driving a tank and oh god. like yeah they but like it's it's a game that it it follows um. That was like a like a hero. It's it's like it's like pretty cut and dry, like like a standard adventure kind of thing. But it's just mm-hmm. done in that like magical way that Studio Ghibli has always like presented stuff. Like you know, you meet characters and they tell you about themselves, but then they have like a secret identity. Like they're like some like prince of the regents. Like you know, they're they're, they're like secret royalty or something. And you you find this out like halfway through the game and. You know, it's 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 got all those amazing elements that that you know you'd really enjoy um, by watching a film, but now you can play it for seventy hours. Hmm. Um, it's definitely just in terms of aesthetic, it's great. The gameplay is solid as well, but you're you're it's it's one of those games that you play for the experience. Um, you know, uh, although I, I'm honestly not sure how much critical acclaim it got. To be honest with you, I don't. I mean, to, I, be, to be honest with you, like I, I never heard of it until uh, <laughs> until until this part two came out. Yeah, and well, then um, mm-hmm. so for me, working at GameStop when the first one came out, I heard nothing but good things about it, and I was super jealous because uh, I had held on. And it came out towards the end of the life cycle of the PlayStation Three, so for me, I held on to my PS Three as long as humanly possible while not losing a lot of value for a trade in towards the PS Four. And uh, I ended up holding on to it for Last of Us. And as soon as I beat Last of Us, I ended up trading everything in so I can still get... I even lost like 40 bucks waiting for Last of Us and traded value at Game... Thanks, GameStop. But uh, I... You know, Cooney came out and it was one of those games where I was like, fuck, like I really want to really wanna play it. It looked cool. And everyone was literally like, it's Monster Hunter mixed with Pokemon, mixed with like, you know, like, a, like an anime. And yeah, I like, like I said, there, there's a lot. There's a lot to love about it, and yeah. I feel like I'm not doing it justice rambling. But uh, yeah, well, I mean, it, it got like everyone that I know that played it loved it. They were like obsessed, and it's a shame that it didn't get a lot more. It was definitely like more of a niche market, and it definitely like didn't have that same wide audience that you it deserved, especially with like you know Ponyo and Howl's Moving Castle, and like you know those guys behind the fucking wheel. Like it's it's just like it was a shame, but and those beautiful two D animated cutscenes, yeah. Like it was just great, and I'm kind of like I'm happy that like I watched the second one and the animation looks on point. Like it's so close to looking like a cartoon, like an actual anime that it's just like, 
whoa, like blew my mind. But like, I still want to play the first one on PS4. I don't have a PS3 anymore. I'm not going to buy a PS3 to play this. I wonder game. if it's I wonder if it's on the the, the PS the PS Now service where you can like rent uh, games and shit. But that's but, not uh, such a good service. Yeah, I know. But I was going to say, yeah. I mean, like uh, when I saw the trailer too. I mean, they, they gave you enough of the story about this about this little kid who like he's like a prince and he pro- looks like he promises dying mom, you know, that he's going to be a good king and grow up and everything. And I was just like, wow, look look at this. This yeah. looks amazing. It's like it's like a, a Studio Ghibli movie, but you get to play it. And it, and I'm and like, it fits yeah. you. It, it hits you in the feel good spots, man. It really does. It hits you in the fields. There's so many fields. I'm like, who's cutting onions? <laughs> <laughs> what have you done to me? Oh my god! But yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to to, to to touch this game. I mean, who doesn't love a Studio Ghibli movie? You know, yeah. what's up? What's 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 your guys' like like favorite? Like, what would we say like like the one you go to when you watch uh, Studio Ghibli? Um, probably the first one that I've ever seen come out of there, which was Howl's Moving Castle. Does it have? Damn to be, it! Does it have to be an IP by them, or can it be anything? Uh, I don't know anything. Because they did Castle of Cagliostro, oh, which really? is a a Lupin movie. Oh, okay. Which is mm-hmm. amazing. Um, and that, well, yeah, as long as it was, you know, it, was, it, was, it was done by them. Yeah. Yeah, that counts. There you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. I was going to say House Movie. Yeah, Christian Bale. <laughs> Damn it, Greg. <laughs> oh, man. This, this universally loved movie. We both like it so much. Yeah. No, damn it. Well, no, it's like I asked him to pick, pick a favorite, and he was just like, oh, let me just pick a boo-wee-hoo. Yeah. Let me see what yeah. size of surgery's brain. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see Still what Alan Castle don't mind if I do. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Oh, man. One thing, uh, yeah, but I, I have to bring this up. The 100-foot robot golf. Hmm. It's it's exactly how it sounds. A hundred foot robot golf. Uh, PlayStation was was um, ca- showcasing their PlayStation VR, which is basically like their version of Oculus Rift. And uh, yeah, there's a game called One Hundred Foot Robot Golf, which is exactly what it is. It's a hundred foot tall robots uh, using the Earth as a golf course, but there's no turns. It's in real time. So once you start, you have to use your golf club and your robot to get the ball in the hole from where you are. If there are buildings in the way, you can smash them down. If your buddy's in the way, you can smash him too and fight. But the end result is you have to win. You have to get the ball into the hole at the end of the course. And it looks, it looks, <laughs> it looks great. It looks like a lot of fun. And in the trailer, they had like this like cheesy '80s, '90s music, and uh, oh man, it's it's it just looks like a lot of fun. And I was like, ha, huh, look at that. And I was like, oh, I'm smiling. Look at that. That's great. <laughs> oh my god. So check that out. It's also on Akadi Funky. Um, also, uh, oh man, I can't wait for this to be released. The the Ratchet and Clank game. Oh man, and it's yeah. gonna be pretty inexpensive too, right? It's like a forty dollar price tag. I think I saw. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like uh, you know, it's it, it's so funny. Like their tagline, it's it's the game based on the movie, which is based on the game. So <laughs> <laughs> and they're they're like, well, you know, they're like, well, so so to be clear, it's not uh, you know, uh, a movie game. It's a reimagining of the original PlayStation Two title. So it's retelling the story of Ratchet and Clank, and I think it's just amazing, absolutely amazing, okay. and. Uh, you know they they showed like some cutscenes and some some of the combat and it, it's beautiful like the aesthetic is perfect for PlayStation Two and like I mean PlayStation Four and they were saying that you know they could put a lot more particles in you know the the the, red, the the textures they put in and some of the cool things they can do with the weapons like they there's like a pixel gun weapon that when you shoot at an enemy it turns them into pixels and they blast apart into little blocks and it's the most amazing looking thing because the character turns from a 3D and you know being you know like the technical Greg you know like like we are it's it, you wonder how they get this character model from a 3D animated with like the soft aesthetic textures into this block. 2D pixel looking 
character you know it's mm. it's 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 pretty cool though the way the way they do it and uh in the trailer they were fighting you know like a um a bunch of enemies there's also a really cool like disco gun where you, you shoot a projectile oh yeah that, it, that it, was it, from uh crack in time that i first saw it yeah, 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 like the like the disco floor comes up and the ball comes down and then uh, they start dancing and then you you can shoot them with another weapon. It's pretty yeah. much like a, like a, a stun. And I was just it was it was so whimsical and so happy. Oh, man, and so the, the narration's going on and it looks amazing. Like it looks it looks great. And I can't wait to to go back through the, the original story because like, I I didn't I didn't play them all the way through. I played them in, in pieces and stuff. Yeah. But people went crazy like Ratchet and Clank. Oh my god, my oh, yeah. Insomniac's like on point with Ratchet and Clank. Like it's it's nuts how like awesome that game is so like i played the only one i've ever played was kraken time mm. and that was on my like when i picked up my ps3 it was like all right i'm only using this for the exclusives so i played kraken time i tried playing the one before that i didn't really uh tools of destruction i think is what it was called yeah. i didn't really like it too much because there was this weird it was like it came up before kraken time and it tried to use the six axis controlling to move in a free fall and i couldn't get the hang of it because it wasn't like a one-to-one kind of movement so mm. I just got, I got aggravated. I just never played it again. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but and it was like literally like the tutorial of it. I was like, this is I can't. If this is a tutorial, this is what it is. I'm not fucking doing this. But Kraken Time was fantastic, and it it kind of reminisced for me a lot of Final Fantasy VII because they had that Coliseum level, like a Coliseum mm-hmm. mini game that you can go through and beat oh. waves of enemies and really see what your guns can do. And it just felt like uh, the arcade in Final Fantasy VII. So. Um, it was really cool. You could end up, and I'll never forget this. I had my monkey ray, and I had the disco ball, and I turned all the enemies on the platform into monkeys, and I threw the disco ball, and they were all, I just had dancing disco monkeys. It was <laughs> that's so awesome. cool. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. That's, that's when you're like, my life is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't complain much. Um, the voice acting's great. The storytelling is fantastic. They even did a Ratchet and Clank comic not too long ago that I remember, or maybe it was like maybe four or five years ago. But um, it was really well written. It was really funny. It just had you laughing out loud. Um, so I, I just can't wait for it. And it's not expensive either, which is awesome. Like, it's just like, not only going to give us this awesome reimagining, but like, it's going to be cheap. But you can't complain. You can't be mad about that. Yeah, yeah wonder, a cheap but good reimagining. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they do that because you know the audience, you know, like the target audience is you know they're going to see the movie, which is younger, and people our age too who love Ratchet and Clank. Sure. So they're like, you know what, this doesn't need to be. So, like, I don't know what the reasoning is for it not being like a full sixty dollars price tag. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I wonder if like, they're going to stick with their their innuendo y subtitles, mm-hmm. or you know, because it's always been like up your arsenal, cracking time, uh, what is it, In, into the nexus. Things like that. It's always like slightly innuendo-y, and they've always had to change them because sometimes they get too much. But I wonder yeah. if this one will have like <laughs> uh, you know, like cheap trick, cheap tricks, something like that. Some cool little subtitle that would be great. One dollar whore. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> he made it through somehow. Made it through. <laughs> But uh, what about else? There's a lot of things that came out. Um, the the PlayStation VR itself looks. Pretty freaking cool. I mean, it looks comfortable. It looks alright. I mean, we, we got to, we got to mess around with um, with uh, the Oculus Rift uh, one one New York Comic Con that Intel had a booth, and it was pretty cool how you can put on this headset and then you can look like a three sixty view around you. You can see everything like we were in a in a racing game. And I looked directly behind me just to test the whole thing out. And I was like, oh, you can see directly behind you. That's amazing. I can turn completely around. This is really immersive. 
And mm. uh, to see to see all the games that are coming out with it too. Like there's one uh, game where um, it's like it's birds or prey or something like that. It's like where uh, you you can fly around as like an eagle, and then they, they also showed like uh, like you and your buddy as an eagle flying around. It's kind of like um, it's made by Ubisoft. It pretty much looks like the Assassin's Creed. It sounds like an Ubisoft eagle bird. Game. Yeah, like the Assassin's Creed eagle bird flying through uh, some of the um, some of the cities and stuff. Looks pretty cool. Uh, there's another game for the VR um, with a golem. Where you could control a golem, then you're trying to gameplay for that. Just, uh, just a cinematic, so it looks pretty cool. Uh, also, um, they are doing what else are they doing? VR, uh, Destiny. Supposedly, is having something with uh, PlayStation VR. I think it's like the, the Sparrow Racing. I mean, the Sparrow Racing is a completely separate thing too. We'll talk about it in a second. Um, one really cool thing is that they have this like robot action league. Thing. Have you seen Action that? League now? Yeah, you're, you're in like <laughs> <laughs> no. the flesh. He's super strong and super naked. <laughs> thunder girl, she flies Bar like thunder. Yeah, oh, I, keep, I keep going, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so good. You still have Kablam. But, Sorry, um, you, you were saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like uh, you're in like mechanized robot suits, and it's kind of like if you ever played like Monday Night Combat, but in in VR and mechanized robot suits is pretty cool. Um, what else is there? Also, um, yeah, it, it looks it looks really really cool. Like the PlayStation VR, and they're like, oh, there's gonna be the next wave of of stuff and things next year. PlayStation VR, it's in your home, it's interactive. You put on this headset, and you're inside the world. Uh, they're also gonna use. Um, oh yeah, they all announced uh, Ace Combat Seven is coming out. For anyone who's played Ace Combat, the the fighter jet game, that's also gonna be in VR, which is pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, Res. I've never played Res. It's like uh, it's made by the guy who pretty much like pioneered all like dancing games and stuff, and he put on this like pretty cool suit. Uh, create creator uh, Tetsuyo Mizuguchi. And uh, anyway, yeah, it's like this VR game where we fly around and there's music going on. It looks pretty bucking bananas. <laughs> Absolutely bucking bananas. Nice. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh, Hitman. Uh, it gets an origin story, so that's that's gonna be cool, and it's called Hitman Go. I don't know, Hitman Go is the, the mobile game, which I think it's, yeah. it's, no, it's just called Hitman. It's just I'm, called Hitman. I'm, I'm glad it's, it's a... just not called Hitman Origins, personally. Uh, <laughs> Hitman have... Origins. Oh my just, God. Yeah, I love how they just called it Hitman. And I love the logo too. Like everything's just like spaced out. It's got like a like a white outline around it. Designer brain, and uh, yeah, it looks <laughs> pretty cool. Just Hitman Origins, and they're like, yeah, like it, it, it'll be. You know, everyone's like, oh, no one really knows how Agent Forty Seven you know, came to be exactly. So we're going to kind of explore that a little bit. There's going to be some new things you can do and all the things you love in Hitman and remaster. They showed a little bit, a little, little bit of gameplay. It looks cool. I have a, a friend who really loves all the Hitman games and he yeah, me just, too. yeah, anytime anyone, any Hitman game comes out, he buys it. Just immediately. He's like, I'm getting it. It's mine. I don't even know what it's called. I'm getting it. He must've like, been really happy with absolution then. Oh, you have no idea. He was, he was lost for days. <laughs> <laughs> that game was rad. Yeah, it's like, should we call him? I think we should call him. See, see if he's alive. You know, you know yeah. what's interesting? This just mm-hmm. kind of dawned on me. So we have like Hitman and Tomb Raider have been games that have come out for a, a while, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Tomb Raider got a, a reboot. Hitman got a mobile game. Now Tomb Raider <laughs> has a mobile game, and Hitman's having an origin game. It's like very parallel. These these release, you know, you got to work these franchises, man. Really do, and, it, and it's funny because it was called Hitman Go, and I think the Tomb Raider one's called Tomb Raider Go. Is it? Yeah, so like Lara Croft Go or something stupid like that. And then we've got Pokemon Go, which is a totally separate thing. Go go Lara Croft Go. We're going it. 
And you got Power Rangers Go. No, just kidding. <laughs> no! <laughs> Power Rangers Go! Why is that not an app? I would love to have my iPhone. I'd love to just be like, it's more for time. And then just like, it's not even a game. It's just like... You hold it sideways? Exactly. And the coin... Oh the my lightning. god, another idea. David Craig, no. Another idea. No, 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 we gotta, we gotta, we have we to edit this out now. Yeah, they can never know. <laughs> we'll take it it's out. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. It's not real life. <laughs> Boop, boop, rewinding and rebooting the segment. So, uh, Psychonauts game is coming out. A new one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who fucking god? I mean, who would have thought for all this time? Like, how I, 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 people for, for forgot about like good games like Psychonauts? People and... have been aching, aching for the Psychonauts too since Double Fine was trying to make a comeback with that Kickstarter that they did for their yes. Um, they did the... Broken Age? It's not a choose-your-own-adventure game. What was it called? Broken Is Age. Is that it? Broken yeah, Age. Broken yeah. It's yeah. Broken Age. It's called Broken I for- Age. I forgot the name. <laughs> uh, yeah. Elijah, Elijah Wood is the voice in it. Yeah, okay. Th- that one. Yeah. That's the one. Um, yeah, so before that even had a name, which I, I didn't know. Which is Broken uh, Age. Yeah, it's Broken Age. Okay, cool. Great. Um, they, we've been hankered for it, man, because yeah. uh, that game was freaking sweet. Oh, God, yeah. I never beat Psychonauts, actually. I got it's really far. An, it's and I never it's beat also it. not really easy. Yeah. Um, it was so especially good. Though. If you... God damn. It's Inception in video game form. But with Muppets instead instead of Joko. And they're also um, making it accessible to a PlayStation VR headset as well. So that should be cool. Hey. You can yeah, play Psychonauts in your brain. In your brain. The Inception just never ends. <laughs> For more of those stories about uh, what came out on um, PlayStation Experience, there's a couple more that came out, like uh, Uncharted and everything. Head on over to backcutyfunky.com. All the stuff you care about without the fluff. But I don't need the goddamn fluff, people. None of that. None of the fluff. <laughs> Who needs it? Looks, <laughs> looks like we've uh, run out of time. That's it. It's our preview podcast. But make get. sure to tune in on no Thursday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash badcoyotyfunky where you can join us live. For the podcast, we're talking about Fallout. And maybe if some other things break during uh, the week, we'll talk about that too. So until next time, this was uh, Booster Greg. What up? TV's Casey. hey And I'm Sergio. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to catch us on iTunes and on Android users. You can download the SoundCloud app. Catch us there too. And make sure to tune in every Thursday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash Funky and join our gaming sessions as we play Star Wars Battlefront, Fallout, uh, and other games coming out during the week. I think we're going to play some Outlast, some more King's Quest at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash Funky. And for everything you care about without the fluff, badcutyfunky.com. We'll see you guys later, or we'll see you another time. Or never. <laughs>